0: Governor Brian Kemp, as he was in Walton County this week, we hit 718 now on Classics Today, and we are joined by Georgia's governor. Governor Kemp, thanks for your time this morning.
1: Hey, good
0: morning, Tim. Uh, this rural strike team that you have assembled and, and Monroe and a stop at the Hitachi plant there, a part of what you're trying to get done here, which is to attract and bring and invest more by way of economic development in rural parts of the state. Step us through how this is going to work.
1: No, glad to do that. Very excited. we got a couple of different ep- efforts going on. We were at Hitachi in Monroe. They have a 1,000 Georgians that they're employing there, and they do more really highlighting Georgia-made products. I mean, we've got great manufacturing in our state, great workforce, and we need the rest of the country and the world to know that. And certainly, uh, I think many of them do, but we want to continue to promote our products and our brand and put Georgians first, if you will. But our rural strike team is something, as you know, that I campaigned on, and we've got to move the needle in rural Georgia like we've never done before. There's a lot of good folks working on that effort, and I certainly support that. But there's a couple of things that aren't being done that I feel like need to be, and that's where the strike team comes in. One of those is helping develop or, or get ready mega sites. We don't have enough of those in the state to market. Uh, to bigger type deals like the SK Innovation Battery Plant that was just announced in Jackson County and, you know, a a potential Kia or another site like that. And today's mega sites are 800 to 1200 acres. So it takes a pretty good chunk of land and we need more of those around the state and they need to be strategically located and spread out to help give us a lot of options to market. So we're going to bring the expertise of the strike team and the department of economic development from the state level to help the locals that want to help themselves whether it's one county or multiple counties like we've seen at Stan springs down in walton and newton county has been very successful and uh, really bring that expertise and help them plan that project to get it shovel ready then we're also going to train those local economic developers so they know how to put a deal together and, and really get some things moving in rural Georgia. And then the last piece is to have a coordinator that will report directly to me uh, and be in the governor's office that really understands exactly what's happening every day in rural Georgia, what the different, there's 12 different entities that are working on this now really understand what they're doing, see if there's any gaps, and just make sure that everybody's pulling the plow in the same direction.
0: Governor Brian Kip there, you mentioned those mega sites, 8 to 1,200 acres. Obviously, that that involves a lot of property. Property owners, are we talking about property acquisition here? Is this a case where the state or counties or, or municipalities are going to be looking to snap up property from property owners? How's this going to work?
1: I don't think you necessarily have to do that. You just have to have willing partners, whether you know, the local development authority would bring the bring the land to the table and put that in as their part of the deal. And then the state would do other things like we've traditionally done for a, you know, a SK plan or a, a Kia plan or be any other big economic development project we're doing. It could also be private landowners that just uh, are willing to put the site together, get the work done and, you know, have a price that they have in mind. So that's not being haggled at the last minute. I think there's a lot of ways that do it uh, we got some creative people we can make it work but the key is we've got to have the local communities the local private sector folks bought in if they if they're not bought in you know that's probably not a community that we're going to waste our time with we want people that want to move the needle that want to work and market and try to get a project of regional significance so will yeah. really change, change the landscape not only on that site where that facility is or in that county but really the whole region from an employment perspective a uh, investment perspective and opportunity for Jordans, no matter their zip code.
0: Governor Brian Kemp with us. Uh, I might have been uh, prepared to ask who the next senator is going to be, who you're going to appoint, but I understand now there's a process that you've set up, including a website. Folks can actually apply to be the uh, temporary replacement for the departing Senator Johnny Isaacson Of course, you'll make the appointment, and there's a clock on this. has to be done by the end of the year and then the election next year. Uh, tell us how this is going to work.
1: Well, I just felt like it was good to have a transparent process. We're in pretty a pretty unique circumstance uh, with you know Senator Isaacson's decision, and we continue to keep him and his family in our thoughts and prayers. I told Johnny this weekend he's just a great American. He's working hard for us, uh, but he's he's ready to come home, and I certainly respect that. But, you know, there's a lot of – got a deep bench to choose from, Tim. Uh, a lot of good people I have high regards for and will certainly consider. But there may be others out there that are willing to serve that we haven't thought of or that bring something different from the to the table and I'd just be interested in, you know, seeing if there's any of those folks out there and and potentially considering them as we get through this
0: process. I want you to hear this, Governor Brian Camp, and I'm sure you're aware of this story. Some of our listeners might not be. I'll let you hear this and get your reaction to it. Some computers stolen, and this will impact our, our election system here in Georgia. Two computers used to check voters into their voting location were taken from a West Atlanta precinct just as the city was getting ready for a school board election. Those computers at a community center were loaded with the names, addresses, and birth dates for every voter in Georgia. The machines were replaced. The election went on. Atlanta police are investigating, and they say along with computers, a kitchen at the center was ransacked and some food was taken. So they think that means the thieves weren't targeting the election gear. They were just looking for electronics they could sell fast. Jill Nato, Fox News. All right, uh, Governor Brian Kemp, before you were governor, were Secretary of State, so you can lend some expertise from that arena as well. What do you make of this? How serious is this? And I know you've been in contact with Secretary Raffensperger about this.
1: Well, it's certainly serious anytime someone's breaking in a government building, number one, and violating the law. Uh, we've offered the assistance of the GBI. If asked, I'm not sure if that's been done yet. I know that was in the works uh, late last night when I got the last update we've had things like this happen before it was an electric poll book i think a lot of people see that piece of equipment and think they may have something but it's really useless outside of elections uh, everything on that is is obviously a public record except for the birth date so that's a you know something that the secretary of state's office will have to deal with and i know secretary Raffensperger and his team is on top of it as well as the the locals and that, you know, election security remains at the the top of the the day. It certainly did under my administration. And I'll let the secretary speak to that himself. But I I feel certain that's the same way. And it's unfortunate that someone has broken in a government building and and taken the poll books. But I know we got some hard-working law enforcement agencies that are all over this right now. A
0: couple more minutes with Governor Brian Kemp here. And speaking of voting and the new machines, a handful of counties, I think it's about six counties, that will use them for the upcoming November elections. The rest of us get them uh, for the elections of next year, beginning with, I I guess, uh, you'll tell me if I'm wrong here, but March 24th, I think, the date for the presidential preference primaries. Are we good to go with these machines as far as you know?
1: Well, Tim, I think that would be a question for the Secretary of State and the local elections officials, as you know, I've got a different job that I'm in now. I know uh, I've been impressed with the process that Secretary Raffensperger's laid out. I know he's been demonstrating the new equipment to a lot of the locals. Uh, You know, uh, former Secretary of State Kathy Cox had some kind words the other day about the demonstration that she had seen. And so I think the process is going well. Uh, You know, Brad knows what's in front of him, and he's got a good team working on that Listen, our local folks that work in the counties and elections offices and registrar's office don't get enough credit every day. They're very hardworking people. They want a fair process. They've been doing this for a long time, and I couldn't think of a better group of people to be implementing the new technology that we're going to have in Georgia.
0: Finally, about a minute left, let you go on this one, Governor Brian Kemp. Uh, Your first taste of dealing with a hurricane, the brush from Dorian, the the contraflow on I-16, the evacuations. uh, What did you learn and what will you apply lesson-wise moving forward?
1: Well, I think I learned number one that we got a great team, very seasoned in the level of communication. And this is really on feedback after the storm and, you know, after we did a brief, brief debrief after, you know, that whole week long episode, episode. But we got great feedback on the communication amongst the, you know, Gina, the Georgia Emergency Management Agency, the, the locals, the county, local county officials. Just great communication there, all the resources that were in the State Operations Center. I was over there, as you know, multiple times. I was very impressed with that. Uh, Marty was as well, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, Attorney General Agriculture Commissioner. I mean, it was all-hands-on-deck approach. So, you know, we'll be ready for the next storm. I think you always learn, you know, the unusual thing about this storm is how slow-moving it was. That was really historic. we have never seen that before. And I know that was a little aggravating for our folks, but you just—you know—you cannot take chances. And when you saw that that storm coming up the coast and just barely staying off our our shores, man, alive! I, I know that we dodged a bullet, and my prayers were answered.
0: Governor Brian Kemp, thanks so much for your time this morning.
1: Have a great day. Thank you.